0: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Nick Horde. This is Michael Ray, and you are listening to the Walk-Ins Welcome Podcast. We're glad to have you. We are all about helping you triple your patient volume through digital marketing services, an exceptional patient experience. Today, we're going to be talking about something we've been getting lots of questions about.
1: Geofencing.
0: Oh, Darth Vader showed up today. There it is. <laughs> yeah, geofencing. We're getting lots of questions about this, so we thought we would go ahead and just address it. Uh, to the populace, but first of all,
1: Michael, how you doing, brother? Doing good. You were on vacation last week. Yeah. I was. Yeah, last week. Uh, now, I don't know when this episode will air, but I had to do an interview without you, and I think it, it was fine. Everything it's probably,
0: was, probably better without me. Uh, it still went on for 25 minutes. No, it's so. not because of that. It's just sometimes, like, when you have three people talking, it can be a challenge. You step on each other's toes. You're not wanting to do that. You want to highlight the speaker. You want to make sure they're being, you know, the, the focal point. Yeah. And I like to talk.
1: Well, but I think we've learned our cues too, so that's true. we're pretty clean on that. But I'm like
0: yeah. You go now.
1: <laughs> exactly. But uh and I will say like my questions weren't as um as awesome as your questions were, but they were more they're more generic, but that's okay. Uh but anyway, so reason why we're bringing up geofencing, we like to bring in topics that we start hearing people ask about. Right. So literally in the past 10 days, we've had a couple of people call in asking about geofencing. and and I'm I'm not kidding. Every time, every year around this time, people start asking about geofencing. And I'm convinced there's some weird national conference that happens that everybody and their brother attends, and they talk about geofencing. And they, and I'm not going to lie, geofencing is probably one of the sexiest, quotation marks, sexiest digital um, offerings out there. Right. And it's actually been around for extremely long time. It gets rebranded a lot of different ways. But at the end of the day, geofencing is – you're micro targeting or super hyper targeting on location at the end of the day.
0: At the extent of it, that's that's really all it is. I mean, if you look at the platforms the way from a digital perspective, you're delivering ads to a broad audience on social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, mm-hmm. um, you know, LinkedIn. You're delivering ads to people with high intent on Google and Bing, you know, the, those ads yep. and platforms, right? Duck, duck, go. That doesn't I, I, track I, I, you. I've forgotten about DuckDuckGo. <laughs> yep, Microsoft bought it. Anyway, that's another Oh, man, story. I just they, – they, they Does say, it still exist? Yeah, they talk about how they're private, and yet if I can deliver an ad to you on that platform, you're not private. So that, no. that's well, a totally I, different story. And
1: there was uh, – Grace was doing a strategy session with somebody, and, we were, and they were asking about, uh, well, how do people uh, – if you're in incognito, how do you still get ads? And she's like, "Well, technically, even you're incognito, they're still tracking you to a certain degree." Yeah,
0: they're just not. They're, they're what the, they're still tracking you. They're just not keeping up with your history.
1: No, and then, but I will. I always think it's funny. If I went incognito, I see an ad, I get out of incognito, end up seeing the same ad. Yeah, that's how it goes. So it's like it's not as private as you want. No, it to be. they know who you are. But and then you have the
0: geofencing, which is there's multiple. Here's what we're going to talk about today. We'll, we'll talk about these segments that you built out. Hmm. Um, but I would like to incorporate. Before we started focusing on clinics and urgent cares, yep. um, we had and still do to a degree a general agency where we just helped all different kinds of people. Yeah. So I, I, I want to talk about some use cases, and the reason I bring that up now is because we're completely focused on medical now, but there was a time where we weren't, and those are the the use cases we
1: have. Well, so, so let's go back in time. Yeah. Wait, do I know which one? Do you this have is? music for that? Wasn't that one? Mm-hmm.
0: That's it. There you go. That's the one you're looking for. So
1: we're going back in time. (laughs) I like the crickets. The crickets still going. So in a long – and here's the thing. We technically can still run geofencing ads. We've done them – In the recent. In the recent too. But this is what we know. As a standalone thing, it doesn't work. It's a waste of time as a standalone product. I I will say – I wish it worked.
0: There's a couple of times this worked really, really well for us, but they are very specific types of – targeting that we've done. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to talk about that. But yeah. but as a standalone product, you're absolutely right. It is not – this should not be your your main way of advertising.
1: Unless you only care about impressions,
0: which is what we don't do. That's branding. Yeah. And we are patient lead gen.
1: So that's not really going to work out. <laughs> I thought you said patient lead gen. I was like, what's patiently lead <laughs> gen? <Patiently, no>, patient <laughs> lead gen. So,
0: so to, to grasp an understanding of what geofencing is – um let's talk to the clinics out there. Let's just say that you own your clinic and probably need to target people who are going to need follow-up visits from the hospital. Yep. You can geofence the hospital. Yep. Until you can't geofence the hospital. Now why do I say that? Technically speaking it violates HIPAA. <laughs> so,
1: yes. So, so and then yeah. and yes. And so like there there are Like here and then here comes the sexy part, right? Right. In concept, oh my goodness, if I'm a referral based clinic, like maybe an eye surgeon, I don't know. Anything that requires some other doctor to get me a patient, right? Mm -hmm. I should just geofence all those doctors. Except you violate HIPAA. Yeah, exactly. And so and at the end of the day, like, oh, you know what? They they might get an ad, right? Right. But That's not how they're like, "Mm, you know what? My doctor said I need an eye surgeon and that ad just popped up on my phone. I should click on it. That's – even though that that works in the mindset, like it technically works, but it doesn't generate the patients that you think you're going to get out of it. Correct. So
0: if you're going to wrap something, a digital fence around a location, it has to be around something that isn't medical related. Mm -hmm. Uh, In other words, like you can wrap a neighborhood – Maybe there's a neighborhood you're trying to target, and you want to do wellness visits in that neighborhood. Yep. Um, maybe trying to maybe there's grocery stores close by, and you know you're trying to target people in. Gra- it, the point is, is like if you're trying to get new patients, targeting existing patients that are in a patient facility violates their HIPAA rights, and so. <laughs> This is the challenge that we're running into, right? now. there's a reason we're doing this podcast is because people are wanting to do these geofences and they don't understand that by doing these geofences there's potential to violate HIPAA. So, what are some use cases that we've done in the past, Michael?
1: So, one of them so in the non-medical world, one of them that we had really su- large success with, success with was it's not like a payday loan, but it's an installment loan company right. and we were able to do some geofencing around basically their interest, right? Aaron's renaissance. like buddies, Aaron stuff like that because title max. because at the end of the day, it's uh, whether you think you're unique or not, most time you're not that unique. And so you're in what you do on a daily basis and your interest is probably reflective of a lot of people, right. And so that was one of those things like all right, like we know if this type of person is at these different areas, you know they look at installment loans potentially as well, or they visited a competitor, we can wrap that. That's totally fine. Um, and it now, what did it do for us? It generated it generated a lot of traffic, quite a bit, quite a bit of traffic. But we were, we had some challenges identifying did it increase their lead count as much as it did the traffic, right? And it wasn't like clean cut. And so – and then we've had success with a restaurant With there was an event nearby, and we ran an appetizer ad through geofencing. And like, right. That was successful. because That was fun.
0: W- I remember that was one of our
1: early on. That was one of our first experiments with it. So it, it worked. It, it, geofencing works, quotation marks. Right. Um,
0: now, there is one cool version of it that we've done that's been successful. Which one? Weather geofencing.
1: Now, I will say, weather geofencing is pretty cool. That's we've done cool. that for roofers specifically where – uh, what does it mean? We geofence an area. So we'll say we're in Birmingham, so we geofence Birmingham. And then we turn on weather geofencing, which, which says if in Birmingham, a thunderstorm warning, whatever has been reported in the weather system that there's severe weather, the ads turn on. Mm-hmm. And we have a specific set of severe – did your roof get damaged?
0: Well, it's winds over 40 miles an hour. Yeah, It's um, thunderstorms with those kind of wind conditions, tornadic mm-hmm. activity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, those are the – there's weather patterns that we're geofencing, and it only drops the ads to the people in the areas that are affected by that weather. So let's just say Birmingham, 50-mile radius, north of Birmingham is Gardendale. Well, if it only affected Gardendale, the ads are only going to show up in a Gardendale. Yep. So it's very targeted, and that's a cool use. Wrapping competitors is a cool
1: use. Yeah, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, geofencing was born out of car dealerships. Yes, it was
0: for sure. So, I'm, on,
1: I'm on a Dodge parking lot. Here's a Chevy ad. You got it. And, and here's the thing, too. It's not. And a lot of people have this misconception. If I'm doing geofencing, if they if they walk, if I geofence my competitor and they walk into my competitors office, their phone will give them alert. Now, you can't do that. You physically can't force your phone to give you an that's, alert. That's called NFC, near field communication. Yeah. And that there's they, they have to
0: have a device local within
1: proximity to them. And a competitor will never provide that. So correct. Um, so at the end of the day, that won't happen. What does happen is that now. The targeting says you've qualified to get an ad, which means when you're on apps that accept ads, you may show up as an ad.
0: I got to tell you something. Because you know, there's always a story.
1: So, uh, see, I was missing
0: that last week. I had yeah, no man, stories. Well, I got stories for everything, man. Like, <laughs> I'm a storyteller. Um, well I, I can't. I can't remember the state. It wasn't Tennessee, and it wasn't Alabama, and it wasn't Mississippi. Somewhere I, in the I, south. I like, no, no, no. It may not have been. I don't know. I just can't <laughs> remember. It might have been Miami for all I know. But when we drove over the over the state line, mm-hmm. I got an NFC notification on my cell phone that gave me the Department of Transportation's phone numbers. Uh, It gave me all this information on a text on my phone. Nice, And I was like, okay, that's a pretty cool use of NFC right there. Uh, Not geofencing, right? But that's the near-field communication that that you were referencing that people think it is and it's not.
1: Yeah. Well, I even think about how uh, in your maps when you're navigating Mm -hmm. and you cross a state line, it's like welcome to Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, Like your apps now do that now from a map standpoint. But that's not even an ad at that point. That's just the software recognizing you cross state lines. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean that kind of goes back to what geofencing – like it, it, it sounds super sexy at the end of the day. Like it's really – oh, I can do all this. Yeah, you can. But it's, for our medical people, it's not what you think it is at the right. end of the day. And, um, and a couple of things too, like kind of talking about – on one other side note, you cannot repeat, cannot illegal to geofence schools.
0: And playgrounds.
1: And playgrounds. Right. Anything that has to do with a child, we tried. <laughs> we, <laughs> we were got, we our got a platform back on
0: the wrist. On that, our one.
1: platform said uh, no. Yeah,
0: no, they called
1: us. Yeah, they was like, "What do you do?" And we're like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> right.
0: yeah, they go, "Y'all are super creative." And, and mm-hmm. just to give you some context, it was for a children's urgent care. And so I tried to wrap uh, trampoline parks and <laughs> playgrounds and sports complexes for kids. <laughs> I mean, look—you got to get creative with the marketing, right? Those yeah. are where people are breaking things, like their faces and their bones and everything else. I'm like, well, let's let's target those. Yeah, I got the polite slap on the rest. So at, 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 <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Michael's over here pushing too many buttons. I'm going to take. We're going to switch sides. Oh anyway. no! You're Pushing too many buttons. Mm. Um, the point where what it sounds like we're doing is poo pooing all of our geofencing. What what I think Michael is trying to communicate more than anything is it shouldn't be your sole. Like if you if you have maxed out your Google Ads. You're getting good return on investment on your Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Your search engine optimization is rocking and rolling, and you have extra budget that you want to spend because you're not spending it on television, print, or radio. Yes. Like that's the last thing I would do is geofencing.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's one of those add-on to an add-on where it it, it sweetens the pot that's already perfect. Right. So – um, and that, and that's, how we, that's how we lend toward it. And also just to kind of give you better descriptions on I mean, geofencing, they are true banner ads. Like, yeah. they're, they're very traditional when you think of banner ad. you know The little image that may animate a little bit at the top of your screen or to the right of your screen. Um, on an app. Yeah, on your phone, not a Yeah, it's not, it's
0: not on your laptop. It's not on your computer. It's not on your iPad. It's, yep. it's on an app in your device. So if I open up Weatherbug… Yeah, that's where it will show if I open up CNN or Fox News or MSNBC,
1: or anything that, that allows that an or, or, or any of those uh, in-app purchases games.
0: Yeah. So if you go to Google on your phone, you're not going to see that. ad. Nope. If you go to social media on your phone, you're not going to see that. ad. Nope. It is on an app that has been downloaded to a device. Mm-hmm. Right. So how does it work? What happens? um is you put it there, we use a system called ground truth that is a system that delivers ads that allows us to draw the geos it's the right? it's
1: the go-to industry standard
0: yeah for the for the for the for the agencies anyway i don't yep. know about you know if you do it yourself but for agencies that's where we go and what it allows me to do is is to wrap let's just say that i own a uh i own a chiropractor and i want to wrap the doctor's office because they are getting medical help but you've got a different solution so i have a chiropractor Chiropractor office and I'm going to wrap this doctor's office. I can write – I can create a digital fence around that location. You can
1: create a fence the size of a car. You can. Which really small. don't recommend, but you can. Yes.
0: Yes. So it would be really cool if you could get that car and when it's driving, it's constantly geofencing that car. But that's another story. Um, Anyway, uh, so when somebody walks through that digital fence with their cell phone, your cell phone has an IP address that's connected to the internet. Unless you turn it off, unless you're in airplane mode, and when they penetrate that fence, it will now serve up ads to you for probably the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Right? Depends on, on what you set. Yeah, depends on depends on what I set it up as. Yep. So that's the penetration of the fence, and then the and then the retargeting that comes along with that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, if you don't set up a retarget, it'll only show ads when they're inside of that fence. So you yeah, have to know
1: what you're doing. I will say the retargeting is pretty key. Uh, For nine times. So there's some – and so that's like – you know that's the function of it, right? So here's a a little bit of a caveat uh, because we learned this from a campaign that we ran. If you're trying to geofence an event, which is pretty common, right? Like that's one of the things that people – we've even geofenced the UCA conference. Yeah, the urgent care association. That's right. Just because – like we could, right? And we did it. Did it result? No, it did not. But um, at the end of the day, it – there's the, the caveat of uh, we, we wrapped uh, – I'll use our own example. So we wrapped that uh, location. Caesars Forum, right? Caesar's, Caesars Forum. But also while we were there, the Subaru conference was going on. Yep, we got all of them. Uh, there was some other – there were like three or four conferences happening at the mm-hmm. same time. And you can't you, – unless you know exactly – what. and it's a one-level only building, you're going to get everybody in that building. Everybody. And you can't control that. That's right. And so if some Subaru <coughs> people are walking around like, I don't own an urgent care. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: then they were getting ads for it.
1: Exactly. So, like, there's a caveat. Now, here's a cool part with the retargeting and the tracing you can do with geofencing. If you're very curious where your audience is, if you're on a national scale and you're curious, where's my audience? So you geofence, let's say you have an event. Because we did this for one. And I love the result. That was app. fun. It was Seeds. Yep, which was the I didn't know there was an entire conference for seeding, but there is. When you
0: say seed, you are talking about the stuff farmers put in the ground, put
1: in the ground, grow yeah. our crops, and A seed keep, conference and keep us fed. It was or, at an
0: agri center in Memphis. I remember that.
1: Yeah, and so big national conference, and I I almost forget how we got tied into all this, but uh, good friend Ashley. There you go, and so we geofenced the event. I think it ran for three days. Right. The coolest part of the whole thing is it followed everybody. So we got to see everybody go back home on a map, mm-hmm. and we got to see where all their key people were. Mississippi's so, crushing it. Yeah, it, <laughs> that was funny. But but what Texas, it California. But, but what it did though, it then gave enough information to say, okay, now we know we can target those cities because there's concentration there in those cities. That's right. So there there is like a, like a buy like a extra benefit there from like a national scale from a local scale you probably won't gain much because we're not going far i mean you could
0: like you could wrap your own urgent care your own chiropractic your own whatever that's true your own clinic and then just say hey where are my where are my customers coming from like we're targeting in a 10 mile Uh, radius are they coming from 15 that's do i need to expand from 10 to 15 miles
1: that's fascinating
0: right so uh that could be a way to do it although at the end of the day y'all violating hipaa if you target somebody that's in a medical practice, they're there for medical attention, and you serve them up an ad because you knew that. That's because technically, of their
1: you could pull an IP address and you could re, uh, reverse IP that and figure out who is paying for that IP address, right? Which can either reveal the business name, the person's name, or the provider's name. And
0: just to be clear about this, I'm mm. saying it could. I'm not saying it will. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. There, there's right. a
1: big old asterisk gray here. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. What What I'm telling you is that if you make a choice to do geofencing advertising for your, for your clinic, I, I want you to do your due diligence. Like, ask the provider, ask the marketing agency you're working with or whatever, is this in violation of HIPAA for me making this kind of a targeted move on geofencing? So we're going to wrap every hospital around here. Obviously, they're there because they have a health issue. And while they're not volunteering their health issue To you, They're not telling you what their qualm is, what their issue is. Obviously, you don't have their name, phone number, and all that kind of stuff. I just, like, I feel like you should err on the side of caution.
1: Yeah. All right. Especially at the end of the day because we know the results aren't stellar. So do you want to risk the caution for a couple of patients?
0: Well, with that being said, I do want to tell you this. When you have a complete marketing campaign, like – all the other things seem to perform better. That's been our experience. Yeah.
1: So, and that's why we, that's why we kind of started off with geofencing as a standalone. Not so much, but when you add them up to everything else that you're already doing, now it's it's just sweetening up. Every, it all all tied was the all. Uh, Rising
0: tide raises all ships. Yeah, sorry.
1: That's okay. Close enough. Close enough. But anyway, but yeah, I mean that – and that's it. Like when it comes to geofencing from the side of like that's kind of where we see it going. Now, do we have a negative view? Not truly a negative view but more of a honest view of it? I think that's
0: the right way to say it because I've had some fun doing geofencing campaigns. Mm Mm-hmm. Keep going with your thought because I know I interrupted you.
1: Well, i say, like, so the, it's honest, and we've had our experiences, and we know what kind of works and what kind of doesn't. And at the end, because if you call in right now and say, I want to run geofencing, and here's, the, we actually have this problem where <laughs> did you drop your pen again? Don't ask me, just leave it down there. Leave it to die.
0: Let the pen go. Wait. We getting crickets or what? Michael's looking for a button.
1: Yeah, okay, that was the last pin drop for the night. <laughs> like,
0: all right. Anyway, but open the microphone. <laughs> it have been better. Drop the microphone. <laughs> there you anyway. go.
1: All right. But it all it boils down to we've had that experience. We've seen what works and what doesn't. And if you call in right now and say, "Hey," I, and that's the funny part. We rank for geofencing in our number one in our legacy site. Like, we're number one for geofencing in Birmingham, and we do get calls because of it. It's a thing. But when they call us, we just want to do geofencing, nothing else. And we'll tell them no. We've done it. We've, we're like, no, you don't want this. Cause we tried. Now,
0: but, I will tell you though, like, you tell me if I'm wrong. But we, so we did this, we did a geofencing campaign for that
1: development, the, the, that, yeah, the builder. They built the neighborhoods.
0: Yeah. But they told us, like, hey, turn that off. We sold out this neighborhood. Yeah. So now that, they couldn't tell it. It came from us.
1: Yeah. That, and that's the, that's the other issue. It was in that very specific scenario, we weren't allowed all the controls that we wanted. Right. So we couldn't tie as much to it. Did it sell out their neighborhood? Yeah, their neighborhood did sell out. Did we influence that? Maybe we don't. I would love to take credit for it, but they couldn't show me the data. And they canceled. And I couldn't show them the data. Yeah, and they canceled. So, yeah, they did. So. Uh, but, and that's the thing every time we try geofencing, no matter the industry, like there's just limitations behind it. Right. And it does not perform. Like it does some, but not to the degree of everything else we offer. That's why it's such a ladder piece to do.
0: It's either it, – it, it is the most hit-or-miss thing that we do. Yep. it's like The predictability it, is low. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I mean, I just tell people this is experimental dollars that you want to spend. Well, what if it works? I'm like, that's fantastic, and, and we're going to go to work for it. We still put in all the effort. We still put in all of our tracking measures. We still make sure that we're doing our due diligence. We're still swapping out ad copy. Yep. We're still doing all the things that we can control. But it's the only time where I will look you, a client, in the eye and say – I don't know if it's going to work or not. Yeah, it's the I, only thing that, I don't, I have, I have. It's not no confidence. It's just I, I'm, I don't know. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I remember even saying that to that neighborhood builder. Of, I said, this is, you're probably going to get cool stats, but the likelihood this actually working is extremely. low. Are you sure? You're, oh yeah, we just want to try something different. It like, is the most
0: vanity <laughs> metric I've ever done. It is, it, it is, because like it'll the, make you feel like a million bucks. Because when
1: you get like almost a million impressions off of $150. (laughs) But it's on Candy Crush.
0: I'm just telling you where your
1: ad's showing. It's on
0: Candy Crush. It's everywhere. It is. It's on every app that you – I'm dead serious because I got
1: the ad on Candy Crush. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or Heather did. That's my life. Yeah, I love it. But all right, guys. Well, that was – once again, we wanted to bring an episode to you based on a topic that we keep hearing conversations about. I even talked to another agency yesterday, and I said, oh, "What's this geofencing stuff popping up?" And he laughed. He said, "You're not kidding, man! Like they're just asking left and right all they of a sudden." And and he had the same. He was a a compet, a competing agency here in Birmingham. Like we just have coffee from time to time because we like them. And uh, he's like, "I don't know where it's come from. Me, it's just out of nowhere." And we don't, you know, we don't like selling geofencing because it doesn't make sense. And right, so. We're all in the same boat here. But. Well, we're trying trying to do our best practices when we
0: bring this kind of information to you. So, yep. All right, guys. Well, that's all we have, and we will catch you on the next one. Hey, before we go, I Uh-oh. just want to encourage you. Leave us a review. We need one. It helps us grow the podcast. It is, I would say, your gift to us for
1: putting this content together and putting it out here for you every week.
0: Yep. Um if you're getting value from us, leave us a
1: review. The reviews help because right now, if you do a search for medical marketing podcast in Google, we are now showing up as an option. We are. Thanks for the reviews. Super cool. Yeah. Uh, love it. And then we're also still getting calls in that, to help clinics. So That's the other thing I wanted to
0: say, Michael. I know we're signing off, but we're doing a bad job. All right. <laughs> the other thing I want to say is like, if you own a clinic of any kind, chiropractor, massage therapy, I don't know, LASIK, ophthalmology, whatever, whatever kind of clinic that you have, urgent care – Do me a favor and drop us an email if you're doing this and it's working for you. I want to know what you're doing that's working well. I want to know if if our advice is crap. Yeah, it could be terrible for this specific. All the rest of us amazing, (laughs) but for this particular thing, we we admittedly like we're getting lots of questions about it, and we've done it successfully and we've done it poorly. So we would rather just be upfront and honest about it. Yeah, exactly. Very good. All right, with that, we will see you next Wednesday. Y'all have a great week. Go crush it. What you do matters.